You're now tuned in to the Own Your Power radio show with holistic business coach and author Simone Kelly Brown. We'll help you transform your passion into the lifestyle you deserve. Identify your purpose and uncover your greatness. Live your life with vision and prosperity. Receive guidance from our experts who will help you improve your life personally and professionally. Tune into the shows that cover personal growth, health and wellness, and business development to emerge into a new you now. Anything you want, it's attainable. It's time to own your power. What's up, Power Players? You're in the right place if you're ready to own your power. I'm Coach Simone Kelly, holistic business coach and life coach with Own Your Power Communications. Our radio shows and coaching programs are designed to help you live the life that you deserve. And the studio is fully packed tonight. Make some noise, y'all. We should have charged y'all to get up in here today because it's about to be on and popping. I I paid someone to do it. What? <laughs> <laughs> As usual, I'm sitting next to my handsome Puerto Rican brother from the Bronx, Armand Dubois. What's good, people? Ooh, ooh. <laughs> What's going on, Sims? Oh, man, I'm excited. Uh, and why would that be? Because it's like a reunion. We got a lot of the, the, <laughs> the old uh, the vets in the house. Own Your Power Lounge people in the house. <laughs> a lot of our artists are in the house tonight, the local local celebrities mm-hmm, that we, mm-hmm. we love, and um, they're back. And Actually, one of um, our our favorites is um, George Sandy Jr., yeah. who's back yeah. in the house. So I'm very happy to, to have him back on. And, uh, you know, tonight's going to be a really, really good topic. So I'm, I'm looking forward to getting into that. But before I do that, I want to thank you if you're a new listener to the network. Um, we have thousands of listeners worldwide. And we want to thank you for supporting the Own Your Power movement. So if you want to learn more about what we do, just jump right in and by, by going to ownyourpowerlifestyle.com. Find out about all of my coaching services, our memberships, um, events that we have. And uh, if you missed any past shows, you can actually catch them on the website as well. Uh, we have loads of content to help you l- develop your personal and um, business life. <laughs> so um, let's get right into who we have in the living room tonight and the theme for tonight's show. All right. Well, tonight is, so you want to be a singer? Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, when you're bumping people in karaoke. I mean, it, 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 is a popular, <laughs> it is a popular topic. I mean, just look at the, the TV industry and how many shows have, have popped up in the last right. couple of years with folks who have talent or want to be singers and what right. have you. So clearly, uh, you know, it's not like it's, it's, it's a new buzz. It's just now I think Hollywood's taking advantage of it. So. Right. And clearly, they're, based on the bloopers, there are a lot of people that don't have any friends that tell them that they can't really sing. <laughs> I'm like, why did you wait in, in line for... For hours to, to do this and you can't even really hold the note but you know <laughs> that's a whole nother story so we are going to talk about that tonight um and that's why i'm excited to have um all, all the artists we have in the house because they're going to share a little, little bit of mm-hmm. their, their story testimonies gonna, yeah testimony and you know just give some tips to other artists so that they know what to do and what not to do mm-hmm. what to be aware of because there's a lot of scams out there you know that's a huge thing that people don't really talk about but there's a lot of thing, things out there you know especially young women they get you know men too but you know I think young women are, are, are victims to hey I'm a producer you know I can hook you I'm up I'm gonna make you a star I got you boo I'm gonna hook you <laughs> up <laughs> just come to my studio for a little bit um. but I mean I think there's, there's tons of examples of, of folks who don't have a lot of talent but they can play a part and they can you know be commercialized and be right. packaged a certain way and if you can make millions doing so why not? Yeah, I just um, 
God, I just saw a video today, and I, I don't think I, I guess I could say the name, but I'm gonna abbreviate it. Be nice. Do you know what it is? No. Um, Ig- Iggy. Iggy, Iggy. Uh, yeah, not, it's one of not, her songs. Not, not my genre. Yeah, I was like, throwing, I, I feel so old. I was like, what? This is on TV. What are they doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just blown away by like, how is this hip hop? How is this like number one? I, I don't get it. But anyway, there's a lot of uh, you know artists that are making it, and you know some of us are baffled to why they're making it. So you know we're gonna talk about that as well. As well. But in today's show, we are gonna get into how do you transition from singing in the shower to actually you know getting a record deal or you know getting getting your name out there. How can you develop your brand? Um, how it's how important it is to have thick skin in the music industry because you will get turned down many times and mm-hmm, you have to learn how mm-hmm. to deal with that. Rejection is going to be a hard thing to deal with. Um, another thing is just learning how to um, choose the right people in your circle from mm-hmm. like managers to advisors of any type. And know. when is it time to get a manager? Right, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's, there's a lot of things we're going like to Like when you can afford a manager. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, they're going to get a cut usually. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, we're going to talk about that. So, again, the guests in the house tonight are George Tandy Jr. We're also going to have a little bit of jam session. Um, Josh Neary is back yeah. in the house. Big up, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Our favorite pianist. Uh, Am I singing right now? I like pianist. But, pianist? You, know, you like Pian- pianist. Pianist sounds like I didn't say penis. I said pianist. <laughs> Get it right. Keyboard guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we have Nia Devine, Moonchild's back in the house, y- uh, Yendi Songbird, Trey Black. So yeah. we got a nice, nice packed house, and I'm excited. Uh, about to do this. So usually, I need folks, to light the incense. I forgot to light the incense. <laughs> incense, drop the candles, the black lights, all that good stuff. Well, it's that time to take a break, folks. But before we go, let's get your pens ready, smartphones, and iPads out. Get ready to take some notes because we'll be right back with the Own Your Power Lifestyle Radio Show after this music break. It is that time to pay some bills. So enjoy. Girls on Radio. Tune into our radio show every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Do you want to be on the air on our new upcoming crazy show? Now's your chance. Be sure to visit our growing Facebook page, Bad Girls Humor, with over 700,000 fans for more information on how you can be part of the fun. See you soon. Hi, this is Trisha Antonio Smith with TJ Counseling and Social Services, and I love listening to Own Your Power Radio. Hi, this is Maxine, Chief Green Goddess of Swipes, Love, and Wife, here on Own Your Power Radio. Hi, this is Dr. Sanjaya, author of the best-selling book, Sex in South Beach, and I love talking about sex on Own Your Power Radio. Welcome back to the Own Your Power Lifestyle Show. I'm Coach Simone Kelly in the living room with Herman Dubois. And today's topic is So You Want to Be a Singer. Make some noise, studio. Yeah, and we have, welcome back, George Tandy Jr. Yeah. What up, what up? Yeah. 
We're so happy to have you back. I'm happy to be here. I'm glad that, um, you know, <clears throat> you haven't changed a bit, I just got to tell you. With all the fame and fortune. <laughs> <laughs> what would you think? He was like, his uh, driver was going to pull you know, up. I mean, not. Helicopter in. You know, your people yeah. talk to my people. Right, right, right. <laughs> He's still the same guy. So that's actually, that that's was one of the main reasons why I wanted to, you know, have him on because he can share a little bit. Because some people, you know, they get a little bit of fame and they don't know how to act. They, or or they, just that he's going to be honest about the fact that, you know, what some of the answers are to this question is that sometimes the truth hurts. Right. Yeah. But, you know, at the same time, you still have to, you have to probably separate yourself from certain people now, I'm sure. I like, specifically asked for blue M&Ms. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't see any. <laughs> are we going to talk about that? Your, man, your managers need to work on oh, it. Oh, okay. They're, they're not <laughs> so let's, let's ask the first question. Because, I mean, you, you come from a, a musical family, correct? I do. Tell us about that. Yeah, um... My whole family is musically inclined for the most part. My father's a jazz musician and my mom is a vocal coach. My sister's a everything artist. My brother, everybody does something. Right, right, right. Uh, so it's really interesting household. You, you, and you, can, you all can dance. Everybody can yeah. do that thing on I the dance floor. I saw you guys floor. dance Right, before, yeah. yeah. So when you come in the house, you'll be entertained. <laughs> you'll definitely so, be entertained. So from somebody that's not as blessed as you to have a, a musical <laughs> background or family you know, members, how do they make the transition? What would be like the first few things that they can do from making the transition from singing in the shower or for their friends um, to actually performing? Like, I know that's a, a loaded question, but you know, just yeah, the, that's the a early, big jump. I mean, you should I know, be, okay, okay. Maybe like starting the church. What's the first choir? Yeah, you know? <laughs> well, it could be ch- well church or it could be open mic. But you know, tell me what are some things that you've seen in your circle of friends? What are some of the, the first steps that they do to, to get their name out there? Well, I, I mean, can tell you what I did. I think first. Deciding, it'd be good to decide why you want to do it, you know, to make sure that you, your your purpose is kind of in the right place right. a little bit so that the expectations don't exceed your the will that you have to work because you're walking into something that requires a lot of self-discipline. But, I mean, just jump. Go to an open mic. Sing your favorite song. Uh, make sure you ask for feedback from people that aren't so close to you so right. you can get some constructive exactly. criticism and don't stop if you're going to do it and just continue to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. The constructive criticism, I think, is one of the hardest things people, it's hard for them to take, you know? So right. Just learning, I guess, learning how to be able to receive that. Right? And, and in that transition phase, I mean, I, I, you talk about getting constructive feedback. Mm-hmm. I hear stories from folks who go to vocal coaches and, and, and yeah. they sort of are trying to find their voice of because course. they don't want to sound like someone else. At, at what point does do you encourage one to really start thinking about, okay, I really have to, you know, master my craft before, you know, is, is that, do you make the decision of I want to be a singer and then I need to, or is that something that just kind of happens organically? I think everybody's journey is a little bit different, you know. You might be uh, already, you might already have a certain skill set that you were born with. Maybe it's in your DNA. Maybe mm-hmm. it's you just picked it up. You were able to mimic the radio so long or whatever you listened to so long that you, you have a nice tone. You already have it. Um, maybe you just need a little bit of help. I, I, I feel like we're always learning. So I think that the most the the most valuable approach was would be to see it that way. To always try to learn in whatever way you can. You know, to always reach beyond your own limits. So if getting a vocal coach is that, if, you know, learning other people's songs is that, do it um, as long as you find a way to keep your own voice intact, you know. For me, it's been a mix of things. I I was a, you know, I wouldn't sing in front of anybody growing up. I didn't really? sing in choir. I didn't sing I in, you had, like, I didn't sing, you know, at church or in choir or nothing like that. Nothing. I was hiding behind instruments. Like I started playing clarinet and all the stuff in the band the whole time I wanted to sing, but. I I was afraid. So, like for instance, one time, 
I wanted to sing real bad, but I didn't want to make, make like eye contact with me. So I asked my whole family to go to the other <laughs> side of the house <laughs> mm-hmm. so I could sing some version of Amazing Grace or something Aww. like that. Then I don't know really how, right. how good it was. So but um, right, huh? yeah, yeah. So it took a while. So I really, you really just have to take that first leap and then be honest with yourself. You know, like I'm still taking piano lessons. You know what I mean? So I'm never going to stop learning, I don't think. Oh, piano mm-hmm. lessons. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what did I? S- what happened? No, no, good. It was great. How the piano lessons coming along? Yeah, good. What happened? That's great. That's great. okay. I, no, I, She's I an aspiring. How was it? I started, P- pianist, <laughs> keyboard player, and so she, I thought it was. I thought it was incredible for her to decide that she wanted to perform on the show one day. <laughs> right. I was like, "Well, it's your show. Knock yourself out." Okay. She did I her thing. She did her thing, but she has never been back. So I don't know what happens. I don't know. Nah, you got to do it again. The instructor was here. You got to do it again. They had about eighteen takes. It was great. You got to do but it again. But then she didn't come back. So I don't know what happened. I haven't even heard about the instructor anymore. What happened? You fired her? Yeah, you no, fired her? No, I just been on a mini break. I got to get back. But um, <laughs> it's one of my things on my bucket list to you know be able to play piano really good. All right. So um, <laughs> and as, at any point in your journey, did you? ever hit that crossroads you were like uh, i don't know if this is really what every I every single do. day really i'm i'm asking myself if i want to do it and that the question is more important than the answer because if i keep asking myself that and the question comes naturally and i'm not forcing myself then i feel like i'm in the right place mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. there are some moments like to be specific and not so like abstract where i have been discouraged mm-hmm. you know where i felt like maybe i'm not good enough or whatever like that but still it's the same question mm-hmm. you know what i mean and i'm um, honestly like for me it my family has taught me that you know art is a lot it's a lot deeper than showcasing t- talent you know every there's a bunch of talented people but are they making you feel anything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know i would rather listen to a less talented person who doesn't have the vocabulary of say a fill in the blank and but who makes me feel something mm-hmm. okay you, know you got I, mean? you, I got a shout out josh josh Neri's t-shirt says if you if it don't touch my soul i can't what listen. i can't listen to right. it mm-hmm. like that's yeah. all right there. All right, so let's talk about <laughs> developing your brand because I think this is a, a step that a lot of artists don't really know. Or they, like, I'll give you an example. Um, my hairstylist um, was saying how she works with somebody that changes their hair all the time. Mm. And then she's like, look, I'm trying to keep you with the same hair so people recognize you because you're an artist, you know. And she gets mad because nobody recognizes her. And, and, okay. and like little things like little things like that. Like you always have like, you know, the cool little blazer and, you know, sneakers. Like that's kind of like, like your thing. That's a part of your like personal style. But I mean, branding wise overall, are there any key tips that you can think about that you thought about? Like you actually thought about or is it just did it just come naturally? Honestly, I, you know, I'm not that business minded. I, I think maybe. First, you got to care about what you're doing. If you care about what you're doing, you're going to make sure that everything you're doing is quality and consistent. So, like, for me, I can only speak from the artist standpoint is that when I care, I see a consistency. So um, when I was um, booking my own gigs and doing stuff like that around here in South Florida, I, I didn't necessarily, like, dress the same every time, but I knew the feeling that I wanted everybody to feel. 
And the best branding is being consistent with your performance. If we're talking about, for, that's, a that's the things. topic, right? I got some other stuff for me, it's like be consistent with your timeliness. Be consistent with, you know what I mean? Those those types of things stick with people maybe more mm-hmm. so than what you're wearing and what you're doing, right? Even though those things are really your important. Work ethic, yeah, yeah. So being easy yeah. to work with, you right? Know? But before you do that, there's another thing that I do want to point out that, and this is just who you are as a person that I think stands out is you're very consistent even on social media. You put mm-hmm. inspiring oh, yeah. messages out. You remember I joked around with you like a year ago saying, right. you need to write a freaking write book. A book yeah. Like his quotes are like amazing. So that makes people want to want to listen to your music. They see that you're 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 not just a, a, a shallow person. You're really mm. deep and you really care about what you do and you care about other people. So that alone is a part of your personal brand, believe right. it or not. So oh, okay. I think even though you don't think of it, yeah, it's I'm like so, yes, I'm thinking. You don't think it's it's like a, a like intentional like, thing. Why but, are you doing that so yeah. much? <laughs> so I'll give you an example and I don't care. I'll say her name. Wait, what's the girl's name? Jane Doe. Jane Doe. J- um, <laughs> definitely Jane Doe. She's Jane I don't care about this. Uh, <laughs> Keisha Cole. Um, <laughs> oh, I stopped fo- exactly. Yeah. yeah, I stopped following her. I mean, not that I was like a fan or a big fan, but I was like on her face Instagram. But her stuff was so negative. It was just like I can't uh, even. I don't even want this in my feed. Like un- right. unfollow. So little things like that can turn somebody off. Like I'm yeah. never gonna buy her album because her energy is just, ugh, you know. <laughs> right. So you got to realize those little things that you do as artists. You know, put that you put out there into the universe. You're you're showing who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and from a from a fan base perspective, as as you know, you're growing in popularity, and and, and your mm-hmm. album is, is is succeed. Do you feel that you have the need to consult with others as an image consultant, or do you think that that just becomes a whole nother level of like having to like a, a, a appease audiences rather than stick to what you're familiar with? Yeah, you know, honestly, there's there's two sides. There's a side that says, "Ah, me," you know, <laughs> can't nobody tell me how to be me. I'm gonna just be me. Um, but also. If I'm going to challenge myself to learn to sing better and play better, then I'm, I'm going to ask people, well, in what ways do I look the best? You know, so I'm, I'm constantly, mostly my family, like I'll ask my sister, she said, I asked my sister, you know, like, we actually did a photo shoot based off how she saw I could improve some of the photos that I do, or like, just, just show another side. So I think it's just, it, it's more humble and you could grow more from asking people that you trust in what ways could I expand people's perspective of me that may be more accurate? You got to right. give people little looks here that shows more of who you are rather than, you know, getting stuck in your own ways. Is there a fine line between what you show them that sort of George Tendy, the performer, versus the personal? And do you want, is there a party that wants to stay private and just keep that intimacy with yourself? Or is it really about just trying to reinvent yourself to give what, a little bit more? Each what time? you mean? Like I've been in the gym, shirts <laughs> off, boom. <laughs> no, no. But just you talk about, I think. I, I, you talk about wanting to have the best image and right. having others around you that can give you that insight. But is there ever a time where you're just like, well, nah, that that's not for everybody else. That's just, of course. That's just me. I be, to be quite honest with you, I wouldn't be on social media if I didn't choose this career path. Okay. I, I was telling somebody earlier, I would have been deactivated, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I know why I'm doing this. I want people to feel something. Mm-hmm. I don't care what it is. Like we were having a conversation earlier. I was like, sadness is more important than apathy. Mm-hmm. It, that that feeling, you know what I mean, is more important than distractions. And there's so many distractions now. If I'm a, if I'm gonna be a social media distraction, then I, I then I want to be one that moves you in the it's direction positive. of feeling. You know what I mean? Feeling something, mm-hmm. thinking right. about mm-hmm. something differently or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Stimulating <laughs> you know the mind, yeah, like yeah. something. Mm-hmm. I gotta contribute. So um, you were talking about your family being a, a really you know big part of you know making decisions, but right. as some artists don't have like I said a family like yours maybe. Yeah. So it's important to put together your dream team, so right. to speak. So 
as an, a new artist, who are some people that you, you suggest that they should have on their team? Um, who should they be looking for? Uh, first, they should be looking for themselves to do it all themselves, mm-hmm. I think. Okay. Like, do it all yourself for- until you've created a movement to where you have to delegate it to somebody else. Right. Make it such that it makes sense for someone else to be there. Right. And that it doesn't become a crutch or that it's something that you feel like this is how it's supposed to be. You know what I mean? Um, but it, it's good to have a partner. You know, if if you're indie, to have an investor who understands your vision and understands where you're coming from and where you want to go and also has some sense of music and doesn't get in your way. Matter of fact, doesn't even show up to the studio. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to micromanage you. Do, you? Yeah, to, to yeah, yeah, you yeah. should have think no, 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 no. You know what I mean? Say the note like this. Right, no, like no. <laughs> so it'd be cool to have an investor and, and, it, and it's cool to have, a, if you're going on the road, to have a road manager so you don't have to deal with promoters and all that stuff so you can focus on your craft but uh, I would say do as much of it on your own for first until it makes sense to not do it on and your own the, the sad part is that not everybody knows the distinction of when to like let go because you know right. that's like a regular entrepreneur you're an entrepreneur at the end of the day so yeah. some entrepreneurs they get into the habit of doing things on their own that they don't know when to right. delegate things so it's just, right I guess until they're they're really overwhelmed. I mean, <laughs> to you have to be, like, okay, I think I need to get like out. when you care Shut about up. something. Like when you like when you when you care about something, you know when you've reached capacity or what, where you need to bring in some some support. You know? Right, right. Um, now let's talk about. We have time, I think. No, I'm t- talk about get um, getting a manager. How do you <clears> choose? <throat> you have a manager, or you just how does? I don't even know your setup. I'm assuming uh, you did, I'm, I'm in a unique situation where okay. I have a. A management team, but I'm I'm also my own manager. So okay. you book yourself still. Uh, I can if I want okay. to. Um, but having a manager is like it's a it's a funny it's a funny situation. It's like you have to be very careful because manage what? What is there to manage <laughs> that you can't do? Like what is it that this person's gonna do that you can't do? Well, I, I always thought that a manager was somebody that helps, you know, broker deals. They they should know That's how to make contracts. Oh, mm. I have an agent, too. So I guess it's distinguishing kinda between like, the yeah, functions of a manager like and that of it. Right. An okay. agent. We, okay. I have a management team. Now, like, I have, you know, investors, and then I also have a road manager, and I have an agent. The agent, however, can do something you can't do. They already have relationships exactly. with promoters. They already thinking. have relationships with the industry that you can't really have because you're always coming from an artistic point of view. That's that's different. Okay. That's what I you was know? thinking of. Yeah. So that's something I know to some look managers into. do booking. So I think I, I know some people that do a little bit of both. So right. that's why I was um, kind of mixing the two. So what would be like a, just a, a, a red flag people need to pay attention to related to managers? Like when people try say, hey, I want to manage you. I can take you places. That. That I can <laughs> take you places. Crap. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I'll I make can, you famous. I can get uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, All of my one, I would be a great man. Right? <laughs> no, no, those are the no, those aren't the good things. Um, uh, uh, red flags. Uh, anybody who asks you for money. Oh, right wow. up front. Right up front. Yeah. Investment. Right. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, you to pay me to now. Now, you. but let's not get it twisted. Some artists get into it thinking that the manager is the investor. Mm-hmm. That's not the case. Uh, yes, you're right. So when you first meet, it's like you got to give. All right, you want to manage me? Here's your trial run. You have six months nice. to get me these types of opportunities because I was gonna do it anyway. Right. But since you want to be a part of this and you want some of my money, right? Show me that you can do it. If this happens, 
then maybe we can get something on paper. And if it's not on paper, I don't believe you and we don't have anything to talk right. about. Mm. And can we just add to that, the having things on paper? I think an attorney is a huge part of, oh, of course. your team because you can sign something and sign your life away. I've known many people that have done that. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they don't read the fine print and they don't realize that, you know, they kind of signed a really bad deal. Actually, right. well, it's related to books. It's not related to this, but I almost had a situation like that where I didn't read the fine print. I had a lawyer look at it and she said, I wouldn't have my, my worst enemy sign this contract. So right. <laughs> I was like, thank God I had a lawyer. <laughs> right. this yeah, over. you need that. Because it's somebody I trusted, and I thought that, you know, it would be a good deal. But obviously yeah. there was some hidden. <laughs> right. So it's always good to have some extra eyes eyes looking at things. But um, this is some good stuff. We've got a lot of good tips here. So um, yeah. what would be your what would be your just sort of like if you had to come up with your top five tips for somebody who is an aspiring artist that includes from management to your craft to practice, what would be like your top five recommendations for them besides which I love the one you said about being true knowing why you want to do that right. that that's like always the ultimate I think that cuts across anything you do in life yeah. but specifically with the music industry and in the art world what would your top five tips be? um I, I think I think number one would probably be be kind to everybody that mm. you meet it doesn't mean let people take advantage of you it doesn't mean be naive which mm-hmm. that can be misunderstood be don't kind. be a sucker right <laughs> Um, S-U-C-K-A <laughs> You know Be kind and as mature as you can You know With Or diplomatic mm-hmm. With people that maybe You don't even like Because you never know How they might be able To assist your progress mm-hmm. In the future um, keep, keep the art first mm. If you're the artist Make sure that the art Is the, the first It's priority You know what I mean Put your heart in there All the time And uh, Number three Respect your, your Respect your, the people That are supporting you mm-hmm. Always show like appreciation. Uh, keep your family close to you if you can. That's four, right? And uh, <laughs> five. Five. Um, the moment you don't enjoy it, or it doesn't mm. bring you some sort of joy, or you don't feel like you can contribute your best to it, or if it is distracting you from your daily living, if you're not able to be the best human being while you are pursuing this dream, mm-hmm. stop. Mm-hmm. Because who you are as a human being is way more important than anything that you choose to do outside of sustaining that level of happiness. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All right, That's well, a hell of a top five right, right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I did have one last question. Do you practice on a regular basis, like every day? Do you, like, what's your work? I know you have a strong work ethic. I, I so. practice every, every day in different ways. To me, like, um, fortunately, I've been able to create a lifestyle where I can, like, I consider everything music. So I'm reading books. By the way, I... I, I encourage everybody to go get The War of Art, um, the book called The War of Art. Um, Who's the author? It's, awesome. uh, it's by, uh, what's his name? Oh, Stephen Pressfield. And this is for artists? It's incredible. Anybody who is trying to venture out into anything. Really? To have the courage to create or anything. Okay. It's awesome. But um, I read every day. I'm playing the piano every other day. I'm, I'm listening to music every day. So every day is a practice. I, mm-hmm. I treat my daily life as a practice, you know? This is good stuff. <clears throat> So we're going to wrap up right now. We'll be right back with the Own Your Power Lifestyle Show after these messages and some more music. Bye. 
soak it, drop down to your socks. You're winner, but I stay on top, on top. When I sip, sip the honey from your tummy while you watch, I know you're wrong. I am the cops, so put, put them up, get them up higher, your legs higher. Show me how deep your love goes Yeah, yeah Go ahead and make some room for me
on your power radio real soul and hip-hop just the way you like it man is saying we're too harsh new verses please come on Welcome back to the Own Your Power Lifestyle Show. <laughs> What's that? Why am I getting whipped? Uh, welcome back to the Own Your Power Lifestyle Show. I'm Coach Simone Kelly in the living room with Herman Dubois and loads of people. Make some yeah. noise, y'all. Yeah. The Own Your Own Your Power Lounge. We got like, gosh, should I go around the room and talk? Well, just so you know, you know, the show today is is, is called So You Want to Be a Singer, right? And we had um, George Tenney Jr. share some of his amazing tips with us, and we still have plenty more to get out of you. Um, but I do want to kind of, what? <laughs> get the tips out of you? <laughs> so I want to just introduce all the people that are in the house really quickly, so you guys can just, you know, say your names real quick. So we got Trey Black in the house again. Am I, am I supposed to say it? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming back. Oh, thank you. All right. Oh. <laughs> we got George Tandy Jr. What's up? Thanks. Rose? Yes, this is uh, George Tandy Jr.'s sister, Rose. Hi. Do you have a, a stage name, though? Yeah. What's I your stage name? K Rose, but. K Rose. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then and she's gorgeous, too, by the way. Do you have to, like, have a gun for her? Uh, George, you have to she takes fight care the guys? Of herself, with? Okay. I'm pretty strong. Yeah. Okay, she's good. good. Um, and then we have Nia. Nia. Hey, Nia Devine. Oh, sorry. Let them introduce themselves. Sorry. I'll back up. <laughs> Well, uh, Nia Devine. Yeah. 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 Hey, Yandy Songbird. Yandy. In the Melissa Moonchild. Josh Marion Keys. Way in the back. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Make it sexy. All right, so I'm excited. Can you, you tell? Good, you good? You good? All right. I'm sorry. Did I, I, I love having art, artists around. <laughs> so um, we do want to ask you a question before we wrap up getting into your business, um, George, <laughs> about investors. I mean, that, that's pretty. That's a pretty big deal to get investors to, to really back your 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 um your right. work. So how did you do that? How did you go about getting that? Um, I was fortunate. Uh, first, I was the first investor. I decided that I was going to spend my money on my own craft. So your first investor is you, obviously. Right. Um, but I was working at uh, Starbucks for a while. I had a bunch of jobs, but I was working at Starbucks, and there was a, an individual who would come in every single day. Now, I was a hell of a barista, you know? I'm I was sure you them, are, charming ass. make them lattes and things, you know? <laughs> and uh, he would come in every single day and get the same drink, uh, ice Fenty, light ice, no water, black tea. Wow. Every single day, and he would get one for his partner. And um, I used Starbucks as a conduit for my music, so, like, I would tell people about my music or I'll kind of slide a little CD every now and then, you know, when the boss wasn't looking, which I don't condone because you're not <laughs> supposed to do that. Make sure you're a good employee first. Mm-hmm. Um, and he showed interest. He he played it for his business partner and they fell in love with a couple of my demos, you know, mm-hmm. like stuff I did at home. Mm-hmm. And he showed interest and he showed interest initially as to manage. And after I got myself into a horrible record deal situation that didn't go the way that that is it was just horrible (laughs) i got out of that and at that point we decided you know we we got to do this ourselves and to protect the integrity of the art and the 
and my sanity. Mm. So I was fortunate. So I'm on Red Star Entertainment, and it's a subsidiary of Redline Media Group. So he already had his own business, and he just nice. had to love for music. So, but I think it'll be different for everybody, you know. And you just got to be really careful about mm-hmm. it, you know, because mm-hmm. once people start spending money on you, th- some mm-hmm. people can start thinking they own you, right? And that they that they're the artists and all that stuff. So just mm-hmm. be really careful about that, you know what I mean? The, the key thing that I did like that you said was that you were sh- promoting yourself and sharing your work with people and. I mean, networking. You have to be able to get out there yeah. and, and connect with people, you right? Because people don't know you. They have to. They have to like you. and Want to listen to your music? They want to. You. You have a personality, so that helps. So for artists that are shy, right? What kind of advice would you give them? I mean, get over it. Them, yeah. <laughs> get over it. If you care about what you're doing, you can't claim to care about what you're doing and not talk about it, right? Yeah, like you if you're not talking about, about it, it, you don't really want to do it to the level that you claim, right? If you're not talking about it and sharing it with people, right? All right, so now I want to ask um, all of you guys. I mean, whoever wants to jump in here. Not, not all at once. It's a lot of you. Um, now, why is it important to have thick skin in the music industry? Because you have to deal with rejection. That's exactly why, though. But mm-hmm. like, rejection. A lot. A lot. I mean, <laughs> just because something sounds good to you doesn't really mean it's going to sound good to everyone. And you have to deal with constant criticism. Not right. only on your music, but even just... Think about people who are just randomly on Twitter or whatever. Oh, yeah. People, like, bash people all the time, right? Right. So you have to think about all of that stuff, and it's going to happen regardless, you know? So you have to have that thick skin to be able to endure it because if you don't. So do you ignore it, or do you get into, like, debates with these people? (laughs) Because I've seen some celebrities actually ignore ignore it. it. But it's not easy to ignore all the time. Right. (laughs) Because at the end of the day, you still... So. Yeah, feelings. Right. Yeah. Anybody do, else? Do you find yourself taking some of the criticisms and, and maybe utilizing it, or, or or somehow maybe incorporating it, or completely? Definitely. Really? Uh-huh. Can you give an example of maybe Definitely. how something you heard something from somewhere along the line, and you're like, you know what? Maybe I should try that. Or mm-hmm. flat singing off pitch and flat a lot of times, especially singing with bands. Mm-hmm. It's hard. I didn't know like to always sing from your diaphragm is something that you got to train you got to train yourself for and so if you're not you're going to sing flat and with all the instruments around it's not all tuned to the same thing you won't notice sometimes right. and I took that to heart a lot and yeah no yeah, yeah that's <laughs> but it helped you right mm-hmm. anybody else well I mean you know I think it all boils down to um just I think it, it all boils down to yourself you know just always wanting to grow and if you always want to grow you take the criticism a little bit better than you should (laughs) 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 i mean mean, do you you have an example of something that you heard that um that you had to deal with you know to be honest i wish i got a lot more criticisms um I don't know if it's my persona. I don't. I have no idea. But I, I hear good things, and I kind of take it in humbly. But I would prefer to hear what I need to work on when I do hear things. You know, I'll tell the person, you know, I never really looked at it that way. You know, mm-hmm. I take heed of it because an opinion is just an opinion at the end of the night. You know, at the end of the day, you can't allow someone's perception to make you feel negatively even if it's 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 given to you in a negative way you have to take it in and really look at the truth of what they're saying you know and make it a useful tool right rather than just 
be against the grain all the time. Right, right, right. Always be on the defense. You know, that, that's what life in general. So you know, I hear a lot about artists, you know, who are sort of in 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 the game, so to speak, for however amount of time, whether they've had some measure of success or not hitting a crossroads where they figure out I have to reinvent myself or I've got to stay trendy or, or get away from maybe how, why I started or the style that I had. But if you're emerging and you're starting out and you're trying to find that, are there any tips you can, you can give on sort of, you know, how to do that without trying to sound like someone else and still stay true to who you are, but at the same time trying to be recognized and, you know. That's it right there for yourself. If you're staying true to yourself, then there, there's really nothing mm-hmm. to really compete with. <laughs> you know, you. It, I mean, it's, it, that's a done deal. In my opinion, that's a done deal. If you're if you're true to yourself, there's really nothing to compete with. You admire what it is, or you you have your own opinions of what it is, and you try to tweak yourself in a way that you you may not be mistaken if that is a light that you don't want to be looked at. Right. But at the end of the day, it's the truth that matters within. And I think that's a, a struggle that artists, especially after they get a record deal, because they have like artist development departments that actually will say, oh, well, you know, she looks great with that, but we want to make her blondes that, you know, we'll cut her hair. Like they have all these ideas of how to package you and make you somebody. And sometimes you're not who you, I mean, we'll use Rihanna as a perfect example. I don't know if that's who she is now, but I remember when she first came out, she was like a totally different person. <laughs> you know what I mean? She had like the jeans, the baggy jeans and the long hair. And now then they changed her, what was the umbrella song? She was a whole other person when that umbrella song came out. But it's just sometimes it's not always your choice. It's 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 the, the whoever's paying for you. <laughs> like right. they own you technically. You well, know? it you know that's uh, that right there is probably a part of the problem. Uh-huh. Is that the artist somehow forgets that it is their choice. No matter how much money's being spent, they're investing because of your potential and your mm-hmm. ability to create. So whatever it is, your vision is is more valuable than that money. You know what I mean? At the end of the day. Um, and I, I was just reading that from that book. And you would think this dude was paying me to plug him, but the book is so, <laughs> the book is so good. Um, it was speaking about how there's two two ways of approaching art. There's one with a hierarchical point of view, and then one there's a, a territorial point of view. And that a healthy artist, an artist who is confident, and an artist who is a professional is territorial, meaning that they put their energy into what they're doing and their team and who's around them mm. and their vision. And they can let their vision rub up against other, but they're not swayed by what right. everybody else is doing. And I think that every healthy human being is like that. Like, I'm not going in other people's houses saying, oh, you put your couch on that wall. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I put my couch on this wall. Which one's better? Who cares? Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Like, it's mine, so I'm going to own it. You know what I mean? What you think, Trey? You over here. I I mean I think that I oh can you hear me okay cool I think I think that I agree with you I think that at the end of the day it's it's all about being comfortable as an artist if someone records you while you're performing or someone snaps a picture of you and you take a look at it are you comfortable are you happy with the product that you are I think that a lot of times especially for me I dress I dress weird a lot of people think <laughs> I mean I do I have my own little yeah, funky style but. At the end of the day, when I walk out of my house, I'm comfortable in my, like, possum sneakers or whatever it is that I choose to wear. And I'm happy with who I am as an artist. I'm happy with the way that I sound vocally, and it brings me joy. I think that a lot of the times, as artists, 
we get so caught up in what the audience thinks and wanting praise from the audience and wanting everyone to hear us and we sound amazing and we look amazing and that's important because the people pay our bills but are you happy are you satisfied and are you comfortable i think so would it would would and anyone can can jump in here um are there some consistent unanimous no-nos or, or definite don't do when you're emerging and you're trying to establish yourself, establish yourself that you wouldn't you know advise other new artists to not do? Whatever you do, don't be rude to your to the audience. Don't be rude to the people you work with. <laughs> Just always have a respectful manner because it will bite you. I've seen artists do it day to day and hear other people talk about them mm. in front of them or behind their back. And it doesn't work in your best benefit at all for the present and the future. Yeah, that's I definitely agree with that one. Anybody else? Mm-hmm. Any yeah. other don'ts as a new artist? <laughs> Don't act shy, y'all. That's one. <laughs> right. Hey, I got um, one. <laughs> I think uh, I would say don't let anybody else handle your money or sign the bottom mm, line for you. Good one. You know what I mean? You sign your own checks, you know what I mean? Write off on your own stuff. Make sure that you know what's going in and what's going out. You know, I think that that's really important. Um, but, you know, Rose, I, I feel like we need to... I, you know, I feel like the opportunity here is greater than the, the, the don'ts because artists have a huge responsibility, mm-hmm. you know, and, and whether people recognize it or not. First, the artist needs to recognize that, but an opportunity to create an atmosphere where people can feel differently about their own lives. Mm-hmm. So how much can you care about superficial things when you're trying to love somebody through your art? How much can you care about their opinion? Mm-hmm. I don't, you don't got to like me for, for me to love you. I don't, you don't got to like the way that I dress and all that for me to give you this gift that I have. Mm-hmm. Like, why am I letting that stop me? How how authentic is it? What, how real is it? Why, why am I doing this? I agree you with know? you. I think that when you're offering, when I'm offering it, it's, it's an offering of unconditional love. Right. And it's none of my business what you think of me. It's none of my business when, you know, when I dress and stuff. I, I, I do take it into consideration, I'm a, and I'm human, and it affects me. But at the end of the day, in my highest mind and where I go to and where I get inspired for my music, it's, it's an unconditional offering where it is none of my business how you like this. I'm going to do my best to give this to you. I don't know you, don't need to know you, but you know what I mean? So, uh, you know, underneath that are the layers of the marketing and what you should or should not do. But if it comes from that pure place, I don't think there's nothing that you should ever tell anyone don't do. That's your business and that's your offering. And it's like holy to me. It all falls down to the purpose, basically. Mm what your purpose is. Some people fall in love with the fame and some people fall in love with the craft. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And a true musician falls in love with the craft. Right. The many musicians that are out now, they fell in love with the fame. The ego, yeah. So it's, it's nothing, to, to, for them to make certain decisions is nothing to them. Right. So, so when you look at shows like, you know, American Idol and The Voice, I wonder about how, you know, the lines of folks who are auditioning, you know, how many of them are actually folks that in their deep, private moments they just love to sing and would sing regardless if there was an opportunity to be on a show or not and how many of them someone said you know 
got a great voice. You should try to use that in yada, yada, yada. And now they get caught up in that track of trying, that maze of trying to get discovered and what have you. And so I, I wish they were some type of like, I'm, I'm into research and data. I wish they like polled like artists across the country, you know, and see how many folks really, you know, started off and that could truly be honest and say, you know, I was just doing this because I liked singing in my home and my family would go to the other side of the house because I didn't want them to see me. And how right. many of them <laughs> had someone say, hey, you should you can make some you should pursue this well there's a lot of youtube stars that are actually making that happen because people are you know singing for themselves their friends and then next thing you know it becomes like a big hit on youtube but and then somebody... i think singing is something that underneath it has a lot of a huge spectrum of intention that all could be valid like i think you know you could be performing and singing and just like just you know what i mean without even knowing whatever and then you can really be someone who develops it someone who learns it you know what I mean but maybe they're all valid can you really you know? develop it because I've been told oh, I have a voice easy 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 I've been Get told I have like me 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 not everyone's a solo <laughs> artist I'm a backup swing artist. A tune or two okay. yeah. with the right direction. Swing a tune or two. <laughs> <laughs> so, so because in, in in lieu of the show, with you know this idea of owning your power, we encourage <laughs> folks to really pursue their dreams and pursue their ventures, whether it's entrepreneur, whether it's an art form, or what have you. And so, there are definitely some rules and advice that we would want you guys to give folks who are looking to get into this field. And I always have this fundamental sort of debate with with friends of mine who are artists, you know, the do's and don'ts of of, of doing songs that are covers. You know, and so it's almost like they have a great voice and they want to sing an original, but no one knows it. But then they'll sing a song that everyone knows. And whether they, they sing it like the original version or have their own remix of it, are there rules to, you know, when you do covers versus when you do your own stuff? Um, I think it's just, just singing good. to <laughs> try to know who your audience is going to be. Because mm. um, I know I do a lot of different open mics and I kind of know when I go to some place that I can do an original and it'll be received versus I might go somewhere else and original might not be paid attention to as much. So I know I have to do a cover just so they'll pay attention. attention, Right. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. She does some really, I mean, Erica Badu or Jill Mm. Scott, one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Erica Scott. (laughs) <laughs> so, um, you know, this is something that I think is, is highly important for everybody to do, not just artists, but every show that we, no matter what the topic is, we have a segment called Me Time. And we want to ask everybody in the room, hopefully you took some Me Time for yourself, one thing that you did for Me Time this week. Me, team, me Time can be a bubble bath, a walk on the beach, reading your book. But their parameters, me, me Time literally is you, By yourself. yourself. Not you and the fam or you and the relatives and you and the boo, which which, which some folks tend to feel is quality time, which we're not taking away from that. But it's really about, you talked about finding that place where it's just you and your world. Mm -hmm. So just one, just give us one thing that you did and then keep it moving since there's so many people. Oh, I can say I walked on the beach this morning. Wait, uh, really? Three minutes. Was, was that part of the I mean, jog? That was a jog? Three miles. The, 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 okay. No, it wasn't jeep. a jog. It was a walk, but okay. it was intense because the sand mm-hmm. sinks you in there. <laughs> mm-hmm. That makes it harder than regular walking. <laughs> um, me time. I, so I just moved into my own apartment. Woo! Okay, all right. Oh, well, you will have a lot of me time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a really, really creative person. I want my apartment to be like super eclectic and super artsy. So I've been like going around Miami and finding little pieces to put in my apartment. And the other day I got a 
a big mannequin and put it in my house. Like, <laughs> oh, I had wow. for 10 bucks somewhere. <laughs> nice. And so that's been my me time, just finding like little things okay. to make my Blame apartment. Like, oh, my God, that's it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, George. George. Oh, me. Oh, we had a bunch of me time. Okay, um, <laughs> just, just one. Um, uh, me time. I've chanted this morning. I prayed this morning. Okay. Okay. That's yeah. my me time. Excellent. Excellent. Um, I also just moved into my new house. Oh, say your names too, because you remember so great. It's a gang of you here. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I started reading this book called The Universal Tone that my brother actually gave to me Aww. by um, Carlos Santana. So. Okay. Very cool. Very good. Um, my name is Nia, Nia Divine. Uh, my me time uh, is usually in the morning when I wake up, uh, just to take time to just think and. Like, not when you hit the alarm to snooze. <laughs> yeah, the snooze doesn't count as me time. <laughs> no, no, I got no. Five no, more no. minutes with me. Wait, my eyes off. <laughs> 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 no, but I mean, just laying there and just thinking about the day where okay. my day is going. Think about yesterday, you mm-hmm. know, just the reflections. Reflection. Sounds like the snooze button to me, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Interestingly enough, my me time consists of cooking in my kitchen. That's good. Okay. I okay. love it. It gives me time to think every time I slice a cucumber <laughs> or, or slice some onions. No, seriously, though, that's the best time for me when I'm cleaning or... Sound, this sounds like a wife advertisement here. Fellas, <laughs> are you saying that? No, but there's, there's, there's <laughs> actually... No, no, like, that is not my intention. <laughs> She's like, fellas, I can sing, man. cook, and clean. There is, no, there, there is research. Right. Uh, there, there, there is research that they say that for some folks, um, cleaning and cooking can be very therapeutic. Yes, it can it be is. very sort of just there in their little... They're in their zone. So knock yourself out. What time is it? <laughs> See what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just want to taste test, you know. I'm taste, sure taste, you taste, do. Taste test. Taste test. Taste test. <laughs> wow. Baboom. All right, next. Set yourself <laughs> up. Good. Mucha. Wait. Okay, my Take guilty cucumbers. pleasure later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's like stuff. Talk about me, Tom. Go ahead. I know, because I had cucumbers too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> She but said sliced them, though. I don't think he wants to sliced them. My, my G-Pay. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Can we cut our mic? <laughs> Do we need to <laughs> Can we edit that? Yes. Yeah. It's not real. It's internet radio. They can handle it. Everyone's red now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mediterranean food, people. <laughs> oh, Thank you. I want to know her. Mediterranean food. <laughs> Next, <laughs> Ghost Whisper. I've been bi- I've been binging on Ghost Whisper on Netflix. Oh, yeah. TV TV shows. That's a show. Oh, let me tell you. All right, all right, all right. Really Rewind, Selecta. So What'd you do, Herman? Um, I've just my morning time is also quality, but no, I'm I'm out the bed. No, I'm in the back. You know, you know, I'm in the back of the building by the the water, and it's just something about the water, and just kind of puts me in a place where I think about you know the day forthcoming, what I need to get done. So I'm I'm actually making some conscious time to take about ten minutes uh, before I actually get going with it. So nice. All right, me time works for everybody. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we are gonna get our like group time on. She started. She started. She started. She, started. Said she, said, she went for her sand walk. Her sand walk. Three miles about, on the beach. What about um? Who didn't go? Oh, Josh. 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 What's your me time? Come close. Project, to the mic. Josh. Come project. <laughs> Sexy Josh. My me time. Uh, hey, this is Josh. My me time is I got I got this uh, piano sitting right in front of my TV, and so uh, the games were on this weekend, so it really doesn't get much better. <laughs> <laughs> They're playing music and watching the players. Yeah, it is. Oh, that's so. That was my me time. I'm making my own t-shirts. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, he, just, he just got swag for days. Let me tell you. Yeah, he just got that southern swag thing going. All right, so um, 
We're gonna get our own. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? What did you say to us? I built a house last week. It was nothing. You know? with, a, with a piano in each room, you know. The piano was on my back. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Well, okay, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we just, you know, went, jumped into this. I just realized this. Jumped into this, assuming that everybody, everybody and their mother knows who George Tandy Jr. is. So, George, I know, you, I know you're not going to sing tonight, but can you just tell oh, yeah, us all about your album and oh, where yeah. can we get it? Of course. Good stuff. All right. So, after 10 years of a lot of hard work and dedication, I was able to release my first album. It's called The Foundation. That's when everybody claps. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Um, um, it's on iTunes, it's on Google Play, it's on the internet, so you could get that, and it's in Best Buy, and it has wonderful music on there. There's a song out right now called Jaded, there's also a song called March, which I think, March uh, hit yeah, now. March is the one that people, yeah. people be like, hey, aren't you Mr. March? But, um, <laughs> yeah, so everybody go get that. And, and you... Well, on R&B charts? Oh, yeah. We not, you, know, uh, man, you know, all that you know, stuff. A lot of people heard it and liked it, and I got a lot of opportunities. I went on my first tour. and He's so humble. It was, <laughs> it, it, it was nice, so I'm looking forward to doing some more of that. Fantastic. Yeah, you just did a tour. That's huge. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it was cool. Well, we're, we're very happy. happy. Oh, if, just so you know, Stan claims that ever since you went on our show is when you blew, you blew up. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Oh, oh, and I got to do this. So I'll get in trouble. My Instagram is at Team Tandy. My Twitter is at Team Tandy, and... Uh, Facebook.com Official George Tandy Jr. Okay. And your website? George Tandy Jr. Jr. Yes. Okay. All right. And everybody here, why don't we go around the room and give our... Give our How uh, folks can reach call. you, bookings, all that good stuff. Okay. So I'm um, Trey Black, and you can reach me on um, Facebook, Twitter, everything. I am Trey Black. Really simple. Nice. And wait, you spell Trey? T-R-E-Y-B-L-A-C-K. Okay. Um, Katrina Rose, and you can find me on Instagram at rosetteworld.com. Uh, Nia Divine, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Nia Divine One. That's D E V I N E. Yendi Songbird, and you can find me on most social media. Yendi Y E N D I Songbird. Um, Moonchild, you can find me MoonchildSings.com, and all the social media Moonchild Sings is the handle. And Josh, you can hey. find me at J Nary on Keys on Twitter. All right. J. Neri. J. Neri. Okay. J, J, just the letter J. Yeah. Or J A Y. J. Okay. J. All right. Everybody give them a hand. <laughs> yeah. So now we're about to turn this into a sexy lounge. Easy. Easy. We got to dim the lights, oh, everybody. Like you see a BLS and <laughs> quiet storm. So uh, <laughs> hold tight. We'll be right back with Own Your Power Lounge. <laughs> As the octaves Can I make- No one 
the show Hello I'm coming through your speakers on your radio Now it's time for me to go
Settle down, just settle down. I know not supposed to come around you no more. Know you're scarred, I know you're jaded. Don't mean no harm, just let me say this. So beautiful, it's outrageous. You're so beautiful that I hate it. And it's all my fault that we faded away. What I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say is. This time. 